Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Space News Pod. Uh, my name is Will Walden, and over here we have Neil Thorne. Hi, everyone. And uh, we're going to be talking about Starship SN10 today in the show, and we're just going to hang out and just talk about the events that unfolded. Yeah, yeah that happened yesterday, and uh, quite a day. It was a long day, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that took forever. It yeah. was like eight hours in front of the uh, in front of the screen, just watching and hoping that S10 would actually like finally launch. Oh, for sure, it seemed to take forever. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> but we should be getting used to this, I guess. Uh, SpaceX doesn't do anything on on our time; they do it on their own. Yeah, on Elon time. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it, like they had the earlier in the day, they had the uh, the scrub or the abort. Earlier on, so we were just kind of like, okay, well, a couple oh, hours. Oh, yeah, that was something. And they said a couple I hours. I think it's down to 0.1 of a second or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. It was right there. But luckily they did. They didn't blow up a rocket. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. want SN10 to blow up on the launch pad. That's bad. <laughs> That's really bad. Well, that, uh, I think that that stop, or was it an earlier stop? Um, the first time they sent cars down there, I think that they had to stop because there was an open valve or something in the farm. And the ground support equipment. Yeah. So um, that could have been. I mean, I, I would assume that could be disastrous if they, if if something went wrong during that process. Yeah, dude. Right? If like, they, let's if say the they blew up the tanks. Yeah, <laughs> that would be absolutely horrible. I don't know whether that's an actual possibility with that that sort of problem, but it's quite possible that that could have happened. I, I suppose. mean, if, if it's flammable, anything, and yeah. it's a hot Texas day, you know, anything could happen. So you never know. Yep, St stuff could have just been really bad. So for sure, for sure. Luckily, they didn't. Yeah, it was it was such a weird. It's just a wild ride. Like all day yesterday, it was like drama, and then you, you know, know <laughs> the tank drama, and then like the abort. It's like yeah, what? Yeah, but you know what? I'm, I was really impressed with SpaceX that they're able to stop things, fix things, and go back and start all over again, and and uh, get it all done in, in a very reasonable amount of time. Um, you know, when they, when they had to stop it the first time, they're like, okay, it'll be two hours until we launch this thing. And sure enough, it was, um, it's amazing that they've got that turnaround now, um, that they, it's kind of more of a well-oiled machine down in Boca Chica rather than sort of the, the wild west as it were. Yeah. And wait till like SN20, <laughs> you know? yeah. like it's going to, it's going to just, it's just going to happen. You know, yeah. uh, it's going to be like a Falcon 9 launch where we're just going to be like, Another Falcon <laughs> 9 launch, like not a big. I think it's going to take a while before we yeah. get to that point for me <laughs> anyway. But it's going to going to be years. It's even the Falcon like, 9 launch was was quite something. There was one of those uh, early hours of this morning, and uh, uh, you couldn't see much because it was cloudy, I guess, and the, and the rocket kind of just disappeared into the clouds. So there wasn't much to see, and I was very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's still cool though. Like every yeah. single Falcon 9 launch, every Starlink launch, like Starlink launches are becoming just like. Cool, we get another one this month. We get two more this month. That's awesome. Yeah, that was you know. the was that the sixth one this year. So yeah, far, something like that. Like it's yeah. it's they're going. You don't even notice how many they're putting up there, but they're they're really I've, I've launching track. at a, a regular pace. 
Yeah, and that's, uh, that's great. That's, that's exactly what they need to do. Like they yeah. just need to keep cranking them out. Yeah, but Starship, I think we'll we'll have a a little longer until we start to get that kind of yeah. laissez-faire attitude towards it. Yeah, we've I'm, got uh, we've got the boosters to deal with. We've got uh, Starship itself has to launch and land, no problems. And uh, yeah, but they get closer and closer every time. I mean, um, they landed this one. They did. They did barely. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, barely. there were some issues with this one as well. Yep. But um, we'll uh, we'll get into that as we go through it. I think we're gonna we're gonna sort of jump through the launch and landing here, and uh, explain what happened and and what's happening at each stage, and sort of fig- just talk and figure it out. Sounds good. All right, are you ready to jump into that then? Yeah, let's do it. Let's All right, take a look at it. Let's go. All right, so here we have SN10 on Launchpad. We're ten seconds from launch. I figured we just watched the launch, if that makes sense for you. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. always exciting. All right. Let's do that. I could watch it 50 times. It'll still be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they when they launch these or start these Falcon or Falcons, Raptors up, it's it's quite something. And, uh, of course, there's a 7.2 sitting there on the launch pad, too, on its own little launch pad. <laughs> yep. Waiting to uh, explode someday when they get back to it. Oh, poor little guy. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Oops, hang on. Technical difficulties. There we go. No. Oh, hey, it's working. <laughs> hey, there you go. All right. This is where I hold my breath every time. And go, yeah. come on. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, such a beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is. I don't I don't even know. Like it's amazing to watch it just there's no words. Slowly launch itself up into the air. Yeah, it just pushes itself up. It feels like yeah. it just feels I don't know. Feels like it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But I think that they've got these down if I if I'm correct, I think they've got these raptors down almost to the lowest thrust they can go to launch this thing. Um these things are so powerful. Um oh, sorry Jim, interrupting you. But um they've got these raptors right down to really low thrust to get them up there. Uh, at this speed, otherwise it could just just launch itself really fast. Yeah, really um, fast, really high. Yeah, and lose so control. I mean, the reason being, I guess, is to just test out these raptors and and have them running longer. Um, yeah, uh, let them heat up, uh, let them get as as hot as they're going to get during a regular launch. And um, yeah, well, not like a launch, but a regular landing. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool. And the the cool thing is, like this angle, you can see the. Uh, the heat shield, the little uh, like rectangular heat shield portion of the of the rocket too. So absolutely, I was noticing yeah, that testing as it was going up. Yeah, I, was, I didn't notice uh, at any point in this uh, whether there was any damage to that, uh, just from vibrations and shaking and whatnot. That's what they're they're doing here. So you can see there's four areas uh, where there's heat shield on here, and there's one on the other side as well, I believe. There might even be another one on the ship. But uh, ooh, look at those rockets. Is this where are we coming up on the first engine shutoff suit? I think it's pretty, I believe so. pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it takes about four and a half minutes or maybe a little bit longer to get up to Apogee, I think. So yeah. um, it's, it's quite a slow crawl up to 10 kilometers. When SN8, um, when they shut off the first engine on SN8, I flipped out. I thought it went out. Like I didn't know they were going to shut it off. So I yeah. just, I was like, <laughs> uh oh, oh no. Yeah, that was you know, the that was the first thing, right? We had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah, uh, to SN8. So now we're 
Now it's old hat for us. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> there so we there goes the first engine. Yep. And a little when they bit have, of uh, expected fire underneath there. That's yeah. not a problem. Yeah, I was hoping that the, the fire wouldn't stay like SN9. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we didn't want to see that. This is it was interesting. They showed now. us. Yeah, it, I, I thought this was interesting that you've got one Raptor that's glowing blue and one that's orange here. Yeah. Um, I didn't know whether that was an issue. Uh, to my knowledge, they should be blue. They should both be blue. So I'm I'm not sure why one is orange there. Um, so that's interesting. Um, maybe we'll hear something about that in the next coming days, but uh, I haven't heard anything yet. It's just, I mean, look at that thing. That yeah. doesn't even look real. Like no. that, that doesn't look real at all. It looks no. like it's going so slow too, but it's hauling ass. Like it's going yes. really fast yeah. and it's a huge thing. It's like a grain silo flying through the air. Yeah, this thing's 50 meters tall. Yeah. <laughs> it's massive. It's Here massive. goes the second engine, I think. Yep. There we go. A little bit of extra fire going out there, but not a big deal. That was clean. Nice yeah. and clean. Very clean. So one of the things that came loose in the in SN9 is those uh, is that fabric you see flapping there. Uh, some of that came loose as well during the, the SN9 launch. So um, it looked like it might have been loose there again. So what does that fabric do? Do you know? Like, is it just a heat shield? Kind I think of it's thing? just a heat shield. Yeah, it's okay. a heat shield protecting wires or whatever else is is in that uh, skirt. Yeah. Um, from the from those fires that happen when they turn them off, I think. There certainly wouldn't be too much heat at this point um, with that rocket sort of blowing it all out downwards. Uh, it's only when they shut them off and that burst of flame. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Guys, are you trying to stay in 20-year-old shape into your 30s and 40s and finding it, well, impossible? Then you need to listen to this. Beachbody, the company that revolutionized getting ripped at home with P90X and Insanity, has a brand new program just for you called Lift 4. It's part lift. It's part hit. With total body shredding results in just 30 to 40 minutes a day, right at home on the Beachbody On Demand app. That's how you get killer results as an adult. Go to Beachbody.com to sign up now and you can try Live 4 for free. That's Beachbody.com. Name is up there that there would be an issue. I always so I always feel like the third engine is the it takes the longest to shut this one off because I'm just waiting for it for so long. Yeah. I don't know if that's true <laughs> or not, or like I don't know if it's you know if it actually takes longer or if it's just me going like, come on, I certainly drag it up. I think it's Elon. Elon's dragging this out to 420, I believe. <laughs> I, I, we're at 417, 418 now. Oh no way! Is that true? It's 420. Oh my god! No way! <laughs> did he really? Dude, he did it. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Now this part gets me. Uh, this doesn't yeah. look anything like a real. That's not a rocket, dude. Thing at all. This That's is, not this a is some sort of computer generation that yeah. they've uh, they're putting together. Yeah. Just is, beautiful. Look at that thing. Yeah. It's just free falling, you know, and yeah. the the flaps are controlling it, making sure that it doesn't flip over or spin out of control or anything. And it's just absolutely insane absolutely. how this actually like this actually works. It is Who incredible. Thought of this? For sure. Yeah. So one thing to watch out for here is uh, you'll see some uh, engine chill start up again uh, down to the bottom. You'll see that there's sort of the venting start uh, beside that bottom flap. Uh, and that's their engine chilling the engines once again to get them relit. This is they don't want that cold, 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 cold oxygen and, and methane to hit those engines when they're hot because they'll just explode. 
So yeah. there you can see the engine chill started right there. That uh, yeah. that plume going up is the yep. engine chill starting up again. That's so cool, man. Like I'm I'm right there with everybody else out there with like I just don't know what to say when this happens. I'm just like yeah. it, this is so cool and I just For zone sure. out. So we're gonna we're gonna start up three engines this time. SN9s and eight started out two uh, or wanted to. Uh, they're going to start out three engines and then cut out two of them. We thought they would cut them out one at a time, but they cut them out both at the same time on SN10. Uh, look at that. That's an incredible view. So there's the three engines started. We'll flip yeah. around, do the pendulum maneuver. Just beautiful. And then they cut out two engines here. Yep. They and land then we're going to land one. Absolutely. As, as expected. Um, yeah. The, the, those Raptors are pretty powerful. They don't need two to, uh, to land. Uh, it can land itself just fine. We saw that on SN5 and 6, so... Or not that, yeah, SN5 and 6 both landed with one, so. That's incredible. Notice how close they land to the to the zone, sure. too, to the circle. Now let's like go to the back center. here. Yeah. Okay. And you can see, just as it's coming into land here, the legs have popped down, but there's a, we can't really see it from this, this angle, um, but there was a problem with the legs. Uh, the legs did not lock in place. So they popped down, uh, and a few of them locked, but there's probably three or four uh, that didn't three or four of the six that did not lock, uh, so they're sort of dangling and and weaving back and forth. So it's it's incredible that the thing landed on its skirt essentially, um, and it held up for now. For, for now, <laughs> and then <laughs> we'll get into that. Just, yeah. <laughs> just as it's landing, um, you can sort of see a flame there. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Um, and so we'll, that that might come back and haunt us. But also, you watch this thing bounce as it hits the ground. It's quite something. Yeah. Boing. <laughs> you know, I've I've seen another rocket company rocket bounce like that. Yeah. Did, uh, yeah. You know, Jeff who? Blue Origin loves to bounce. <laughs> land yeah. as well. But they also hover quite a bit. They, they do hover. Um, and we may see that. I think we may see. I don't know how much fuel is left inside uh, SN10 at this point. The header tanks. Um, they had to run three engines for a minute. So there you can see the fire going. So they ran three engines uh, and then back down to one. I don't know how much of that header tank, those header tanks are being used up uh, in that process. Uh, I wonder if they could hover just a little bit more than they are. Yeah. Uh, would come down maybe a little bit softer. Because uh, you imagine if somebody's inside of this, there's no way you could land this. And and I don't anticipate this being the final way of landing but uh they certainly couldn't land like that with people inside yeah this is not the sense of instruments yeah so we got fire and uh the, the flame suppressant system comes on here and uh yep when the yep. so when the flame suppressant system comes on i, I kind of giggled a little bit because it looks like like a lawn sprinkler yeah. Like, it doesn't look like it's doing much. You know, it's just like, it, you could just get a guy out there with a hose going like this and probably do the same thing. But it doesn't yeah. look like much. <laughs> there it goes. But it's a lot. Like It's a lot of water hitting. It's a lot of water. Thing. Yeah. But it sure. doesn't look like it. You know, if you look from this angle, you're like. What's interesting here is that. much going on. It looks like the flames are out. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think that's what the flame suppressant system put out. Um, I've got a theory here about what's about to happen. Um, you can sort of see all kinds of smoke around the bottom, but you've also got engine chill um, venting as well. So maybe that's related. Uh, and I think it actually is. I, it, this is my theory. I haven't even told you this, I don't think. No. But um, 
I'm I'm thinking that there was a small methane leak out of one of the raptors or something like that when it hit the ground. Uh, and I think it's still on fire, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's mixing with the liquid oxygen just yet. It's using the oxygen that's inside. That's from the air essentially uh, to keep a fire burning at this point. Um, I could be totally wrong, of course, but it's my theory. Um, yeah. It's a good yeah. theory. So you can see the flame suppressant system. You can see where they, they hit the ground too. Just, just off to the side of the, uh, the center there with the logo is yep. so they did a pretty good job yeah good job um but definitely they're they're sitting on some of the legs and, and not some of the other legs <laughs> apparently uh leg number three was found across yeah. the street something i think it was three <laughs> found like on the other side of that road nice. so yeah that one didn't it definitely make it. didn't land on three yeah so you can see uh there's a flame there still just off on the uh the right hand flap there but the fire suppressant system goes off here. Uh, and that's the end of the SpaceX um, stream. Now we can go, um, we'll go to uh, S Padre's stream. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's nice of them to allow us to, to use this. Um, but uh, you can still see here that the flame suppressant system's going. Uh, but this is a couple minutes later. Um, so they, this flame suppression system goes on and off for a bit and, uh, and they think they've got everything under control. Of course, nobody's headed to the launch pad just yet. They all want to make sure that everything's cool, everything's safe. Um, and then this happens. And it wasn't <laughs> safe. Not at all. That's the opposite of safe. So, so my theory is, my theory is that, um, that flame was still going on underneath the skirt in yeah. some way. Uh, something was burning under there. There's not a lot underneath SN10 that can burn. It's all steel, uh, except for the fuel. Yeah. So uh, my guess is that there was a tiny fire there, then a, a tiny methane leak or something like that, uh, which eventually burned through a LOX um, fuel line. And of course, LOX is still under pressure, and uh, and the two met and. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when, when those two things meet. Oh, yeah. That happens. Uh, the whole thing blew up. Um, so it's really interesting. You can see on uh, uh, on some of the streams, um, you could see that the methane tank actually uh, uh, imploded at that moment. It actually imploded on itself. Sort of, you can see it kind of go, and then right after it launched into the air the second time, like milliseconds later, it expanded out again. Oh, I didn't even know. Really interesting. That. Yeah. It was really interesting cool. to see it sort of go. Um, so it obviously lost uh, all of its pressure and yeah. then gained it back when the explosion hit it. So <laughs> basically that methane tank emptied in a hurry and then uh, the explosion went up into it inside it. Uh, and it was interesting too. The nose cone, um, Basically, it started um, collapsing in on itself almost immediately as this uh, explosion started. So I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, note. Yeah, I mean, the flames. I mean, the flame suppression system probably couldn't even get to where that flame. I don't was. think. No, I don't think there was, there was a chance. So low to the this. ground. There's no, yeah. yeah, but what a way to go out! Like SN10. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man! You just you just landed and you're hanging out like on the pad. Sure. You're just like, man, this is a great flight. Everyone was excited, and then 
kablam, like the finale, this thing freaking blows up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely incredible. It's awesome. Just hundreds to, of to feet see. in the air. Like, but think about what smoke. they got out of this, right? This is the first starship yep. historical, right? Yep. This is the first starship to land um, uh, under its own power and, and straight up and down, uh, nearly straight up and down. Uh, sure, there are some issues with the landing legs. We know that there's landing leg issues anyway. They need to replace those. They can't land on Mars with those legs. So um, they're looking into solutions for that. So that's not really an issue. Um, they know that they can land it. They know the, uh, the, the, the thrust they need. They know the angles they need. Um, it wasn't perfect, but it was enough data that they can move forward with, right? They can, they can build on this really easily. Uh, they got it to a point where it was stable on the ground with the exception of a fire going. So there's just one more problem to solve. So SN11, um, hopefully, hopefully they'll use that data set and just kind of tweak things a little bit enough so that they can actually, uh, you know, land the thing. And then from there on in, like, maybe it's going to be standard. Like, it's going to be a stock thing that they do every time. Yep. Yeah. Um, incredible. It was great to see the three Raptors start up. Uh, it, was, it was good to to know that that's something that can actually happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was it was interesting to see them use three of them to slow the ship down instead of two. Uh, the the assumption was up until this point that they were going to uh, light three, figure out that their three are lit, turn one off, uh, and then use the two to slow down, and then go to one to for the actual landing. Uh, but they used the three right up until they needed to go right to the one, which yep. was interesting. Yeah, that was really cool. I was, it seemed like it would be harder to like to flip them off, like on their own. You know, like three, then two, and then one. Like it just seems a lot easier just to flip off two at once mm-hmm. instead of timing it. I mean, yeah. And one raptor, as we know now, can land this thing. So for sure. Now the one raptor does have its drawbacks, though, right? Because you can't land vertically with a one raptor. It's 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 a off little bit kilter. off. Yeah. So you're always going to land on an angle as opposed to straight up and down. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to, uh, for that to work too. Maybe they need like five or six Merlin engines under there to go right up to. <laughs> it's like the around the outside, outside. Yeah, the, exactly. On the outside edge. Just <laughs> let, I mean, is there, is there room? I, I don't think there's room. Maybe. I don't think there's room. No, not once you get the, uh, what about three? The we vacuum three. Raptors up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. the vacuum hey. Raptors. That's right. That's right. Because there's going to be three vacuum raptors with a larger bell on them. So it's going to take a little more space up. So cool, man. I can't wait for that to happen. I can't wait for um, BN1 to launch, you know, like later this year, the booster is going to be, that's going to be so cool. Um, And then hopefully that doesn't crater. If it does, that's going to be magnificent, but I don't want it to. They're probably going to do a small hop first and then, you know, work their way up, of course, because... If for they sure. want to they'll get do a hop, orbit. they'll do a hop like five and six SN yeah. five and six did for sure. Just uh, yeah. 150 meters or 300 meters or something just to make sure that uh, it's going to behave the way they expect it to behave at that size. Um, yeah, it's, it's huge, dude. Yeah. That's never been done. NBD never been done like that. Something that large, like, yeah, come on. That's yeah. crazy. And how many Raptors they put into for the first orbital test. Yeah, uh, of the booster. I, I don't imagine they're going to put a starship on top of the first booster to go to orbit. Um, no, it would be cool. My guess is that'll just be the booster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I mean, they'll put a little nose cone on top to make it aerodynamic or something. I mean, would they do a hop with the booster and a starship and see if they could separate them and land separately? I don't know. 
That would be kind of crazy. Yeah. Before orbit. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, yeah. if, if they can land a starship, so if they, if they can so land go a booster, up, go up to 50 kilometers and separate and, yeah. and land both. Yeah. Land back. I mean, <laughs> like a starship has to go up higher. It's not just going to stay at 10 K all the time. Yeah. You know, they're going to send it up and up and as high as they can get it because it's going to be coming from space eventually. Keep in mind, so. They want to do this in 2021. Yeah. This year. They, they, they want to do that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's that's nuts, dude. Come on. That doesn't make any sense. That's this year. That's in a yeah. couple months. Like we get we might be able to see that. And if we don't get to see it this year, we'll hopefully get to see it early next year. But um Gwen and Elon both said, like, we're gonna do this this year. Yeah. So I mean, if if she sees the path forward, because usually Elon is like, hey, we're gonna do this by next week. And Gwen's like, wait, 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 wait. We got like six months, dude. And then Elon's like, no, 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 we're going to do it next week. And she's like, no, you don't understand how people work. <laughs> so, so if Gwen says by the end of this year, you kind of, kind of figure that they're, they have some plans, you know, if that all works, then the plans will hopefully come together. And by the end of this year, they're going to have this thing working. Well, that's Elon's modus operandi, right? It's push people as hard as you can. Yep. Uh, push yourself as hard as it can again as well. And yep. uh, things will get done faster that way. Yep. That's the way he works. Um, I wouldn't suggest that working at SpaceX is anything but stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Space. I wouldn't, I, I mean, I love SpaceX, but I don't want to work there. Yeah. <laughs> I would never want to work there. I'm sorry. Like anybody that works at SpaceX, I'm not your type. Like I'm not going to do it. I've worked at those kind of companies before where they just like push and push and push and push. Yeah. And you never like get a break. I don't want to work there ever again. Nothing like that. And uh, yeah, it's dude, people that it can be very exciting to work for SpaceX and, and see yeah. what they're doing. Um, if you're in the right role, obviously, but yeah. uh, it would also be very, very stressful if you were, if you were anybody who was in the, in the, you know, Elon's eyesight, uh, yeah. it would be very stressful to work there. No, thank you. Um, even though I love Elon, I think it's a like, he seems like a cool dude to work for. But also seems like you got to have your stuff together in order to work for this guy, yep. or like you're not going to cut it and you're going to have to go someplace else. Yep, but absolutely, yeah. I mean, it takes a certain kind of person. And there are people out there that could do it. So, uh, yeah, clearly, and they, <laughs> and they, yeah, and there are amazing people that work there. But also, um, they get to be part of history in the next. I mean, they're already part of history. The Falcon Nine that changed everything, um, and now you know, Starship is going to change even more things. So how cool is that? Like whoever works at SpaceX, if you get to see this, like, thank you for doing what you do because Absolutely. you're thank awesome. You so much. Yeah. Cause you work hard yeah. and like you're part of history. So good on you. Um, sure. is there anything we're else? We're lucky from... to be here to watch it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm we're lucky to be alive right now and be able yeah. to see, like have YouTube and all these other places, venues to watch it. So, so cool, man. I'm so happy. Um, is there anything else for Starship you want to talk about? Or are we all... I think we're all good. I think that's it. I think we'll probably see SN11 roll out to the launch pad um, Monday. Yeah. Um, I think they closed, the, the road closure is canceled for tomorrow, uh, yeah. for Friday. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll see it roll out on Monday. And, um, and they'll get right back to it. On to the next one. <laughs> yep. Just roll. <laughs> conveyor belt. SN11, okay. SN15, SN16. But then you see, then we'll see immediately see SN15 roll into the high bay after that. 
yep. and uh, they'll start to put to put the nose cone on that. Um, it's interesting. They don't have the flaps on the nose cone before they uh, are ready to install that. So uh, it's interesting that they're doing it that way this time for SN15. Um, a little so different. We're going we're to see a few things different in SN15. Uh, Elon has said so, um, that there's going to be major upgrades. Um, so 11 should be interesting because it's basically SN10. There's not much different to it. Um, it'll just be improvements in software. It'll be improvements in, I don't know what, what yeah. else they're going to improve <laughs> we, at this point. Yeah. It's built. It's done. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> how do you, how do you um, improve your, your iteration when your iteration is, hasn't been, hasn't been tested before you finish the yeah. next one. So, yeah. And the date, uh, yeah. Like you said, software that, yeah. I mean, um, tolerances maybe for some stuff with the software and that's about it. Like they just reprogram stuff. Raptors, obviously new, the Raptors. Yeah, new Raptors. Be, maybe the next uh, iteration of Raptor. Those goes go much faster because you're doing three per time. Yep. Um, but uh, even SN10 had uh, a, a refurbished Raptor on it. Uh, SN39, or 39, I think it was, uh, of the Raptor was reworked, reused from uh, from previous uh, Raptor that had been <laughs> taken out of SN8, I think. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Man, just, I mean, these are the first three tests. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even expect these things to land, ever. No. Like these no. first three, they just thought they were just going to crater and pile and big booms. That's it. Yep. And so they, I mean, I'm not going to say they got lucky, but man, they were very, very fortunate that this one landed, and they worked really hard to make it actually a possibility that this thing landed. Yeah. Like, come on, man. It. it I mean, it, for me, it just shows you how difficult it is to do this. Right yeah. to, to land a rocket, these guys have years and years of experience landing Falcon nines really, really consistently. Uh, unless something happened like severely goes wrong, uh, with like one of the happened with the one of the recent boosters, um, there was an air there was something wrong with the with the ship. Um, but uh, you would think that, or at least I would think that they would use a lot of that knowledge of landing Falcon nines on Starship. And Starship would go quite simple. I, th I actually thought that SN8 would land because they know so much about it. They know so much about landing boosters. Mm -hmm. um, but it goes to show you how difficult this is, um, that they're having trouble with uh, with this as much. Yeah. Um, so. All new engines, though. That's another thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. The like that's, are... That seems like the hardest part is like yep. getting the engines perfect. I mean, yep. Falcon, too, they have, ten, they have a decade of experience with Falcon. So it's like they know, yeah, like you said, they know exactly how to do this stuff. This is that's their job, but this is a whole massiver, massiver. That's a real word, by the way. <laughs> much massiver, massiver. much massiver. <laughs> um, rocket, massiver. That's a new T-shirt. Um, <laughs> a massiver rocket than uh, Falcon Nine. So it's a whole different thing. Like yep. it's crazy, crazy that they actually they figured it out. Yep. Like as good as they can do it for right now, they figured it out. So, yeah. so yeah, I can't wait for the next two weeks from now. Who knows? Maybe two weeks we'll have SN11 going. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be something. I'm interested to see how much the pad has been damaged too. Oh yeah, we're get, we're gonna see that in the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. We're gonna see the pad clean up, and um, they had the robot dog out there. They had Spot out there. You got a a double thickness pad this time yep. around. So maybe it'll just uh, take off the top layer. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know whether they uh, uh, they sort of attached the two layers together with rebar, or whether they just laid it on top. Who knows? Maybe they maybe did that. 
well, you said on Discord last night, maybe it's the concrete workers, you know, that, yeah. are, <laughs> that did the explosion. Maybe they maybe they sabotaged it so they, they could yeah, have more so work. Come back so they can come back and do more. <laughs> yeah. So they could do some more work. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. I'm just and, I'm just uh, messing with you. <laughs> it could be the, the seagulls, the ULA could, seagulls. It could be this. Yeah. Seagull snipers. Yeah, absolutely. Anything's possible, right? <laughs> anything, anything and everything. All right. So let's let's wrap this up. Um, I want to say thanks to everybody who's been watching. Thanks for watching the whole thing. Um, and thank you for hanging out, Neil. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you for having like me. Talking about SN10, of course. Of course. Well, let's do this uh, some more. Yeah, let's do this some more. It, dude, this is the best way to do it. So let's just, let's just do this. This is more fun. So uh, bye-bye, everybody. We're going to take off for now. Thanks for subbing and giving thumbs up. I mean, we're on YouTube, so you have to do that stuff. Uh, thanks for all of our members. Thanks to everyone who supported the show, of course. Thanks to Neil. Thanks to Mel for being mods. Thanks to everybody else in Twitch, twitch.tv slash basenewspod. Um, there's links in the description for all this stuff. So we're out of here. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. She doesn't like Jeff Bezos. Want to tell the people in your life you appreciate them? Stand out with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever. For appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year. And you won't have to worry about the best gift ever being late. Because Miki can fulfill your orders without the supply chain frustrations. Miki Couture has you covered at MikiCouture.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now. There's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.